Hello there, lovely souls. I'm Barka, and I'm with Life Hacks Coaching. My mission in life is to help people in their personal and spiritual journey. I firmly believe that the road to spiritual development begins with personal change. Personal transformation is the starting point where you begin to discover yourself, conquer your weaknesses and struggles, recognize your inner greatness, your limitless potential, and your personal power. This transformation journey leads you to find your own divinity. And from this point of personal transformation, where you discover your true self, now you continue your journey to transcend yourself and evolve towards unity and wholeness. So personal growth is at the heart of our spiritual journey. As I often say, the path to spirituality begins with personal transformation. Now, as a coach, I've seen that when people use meditation, it becomes the key to lasting change and transformation in their lives. And if you've been participating in my meditation sessions, you might have noticed that each meditation has a specific purpose or a goal. I explain what the meditation techniques are, but also what is the advantage or the benefit that you should expect from a particular meditation. So today we will explore the world of chakras, these energy centers in our body or these energy powerhouses that are located in our body and their importance in our well-being. This learning is essential before you try the chakra guided meditation that I have created just for you. You see, when you assign meaning and intention to your meditation practice, it becomes more powerful and the outcome is more enhanced. Understanding why you're doing something is just as important as knowing how to do it. So in this video, I'm going to give you a deep understanding of what chakras are, give you a quick overview of each chakra, how to identify a chakra imbalance in yourself and others, how to remedy it. So once you've heard this intro, do follow the link in the description below for a powerful chakra guided meditation, which will help you heal and encode new information in these powerful energy centers. And please subscribe because it helps me get the word out. Now, though there are more than 108 chakras as described in the Hindu philosophy and our ancient traditions, for the purpose of this video, we will only talk about seven main chakras. Now these chakras are spinning wheels of energy or energy points. They are located in specific areas of your physical body, from the base of your spine to the top of your head. 
they also have a correspondence to your non-physical body or your subtle body and they are said to be spinning wheels two inches away from your skin. Now here are the three main features of the chakras. I've tried to condense this information so it's going to be easy for you to follow. The three main features of the chakras are the first, their connection to our endocrine system. Each chakra is located in the area of a specific endocrine gland. Each chakra stimulates the associated endocrine gland, which in turn regulates the specific organ and system. So for example, the second chakra, which is located below the navel, is associated with our sexual glands and helps regulate our reproductive organs and systems. The third chakra has its location in our stomach and is associated with the pancreatic glands which help regulate our kidney and stomach functions. So chakras have a direct physical association with the internal environment of our body. So that's feature number one. Second feature of chakras is that they are energy movers or circulators. They receive and emit energy and move energy in and out of our body. That is a critical function because without energy, our biological systems or our body would be lifeless. So when these chakras are balanced and healthy, they're going to move energy in and out of the body in kind of a free-flowing way without any blockages or anything like that. So that's an important aspect. The third important feature of chakras is that they function like information chips. They store information about our past lives, our biological lineage, our gifts and talents, and our programmed behaviors and patterns. They also capture and store our emotions, emotions like insecurity or fear, usually housed in the first chakra, which is all about being rooted to Mother Earth and is associated with survival instincts, survival emotions, elevated emotions of compassion and unconditional love reside in the heart chakra. So these are the three important features of chakras. So think of the chakras not just having a physical association and location in our body, but also as our psychic energetic centers. Chakras play a vital role in our physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being. When balanced and activated, chakras help in our evolutionary journey, and they help with our personal and spiritual growth. Focusing on these seven chakras provides a solid foundation for maintaining your well-being, inner peace, and aligning with your soul's mission. So here we go, seven main chakras. The first chakra, known as the root chakra, or in Sanskrit, Muldhara chakra, 
is located at the base of your pelvis, precisely at the perineum between your genitals and anus. This vital energy center is associated with the color red. This chakra holds immense importance, being the first to awaken even before your birth, while you're in your mother's womb. Its main focus is on survival, safety, and a sense of belonging to a community or a tribe, ultimately ensuring your basic needs are met. In early childhood, this chakra is highly active. A balanced root chakra typically results from a safe and loving upbringing unless there are unresolved issues from past lives. Additionally, this chakra houses the inner child, a subpersonality within you. The first chakra contains data about your tribe, race, ancestors, and inherited behavioral patterns. Think of it as the storage place for our primal instincts, and it controls most of our programmed behaviors and emotions like the fight or flight response when we perceive danger. This chakra is closely linked to the adrenal glands responsible for handling the body's stress response. Moving on to the second chakra, known as the sacral chakra or the Swadhisthan chakra in Sanskrit. Its color is orange and it is located in your lower pelvic area, just below the belly button, precisely two fingers below your navel. It's all about sexuality, sensual energy, passion and creativity. This chakra marks the beginning of self-discovery and forming your individual identity. Unlike the first chakra which emphasizes tribe and community, the second chakra is all about self-discovery and forming a sense of self. It's where you begin to create bonds and relationships with others as an independent individual. This energy center governs your reproductive organs and is the source of your sexual energy. An imbalance in this chakra can lead to issues in relationships like jealousy and unhealthy attachments. But the second chakra is not just about sexuality. It is also the creative womb for everything you bring into your life. This includes physical babies, but it extends to any creation be it a project, a career, art, or music. It is highly creative and a forward-moving energy center, making it the birthplace of all your life's creations. So remember, it's more than just making physical babies. It's where your creative energy flows. Chakra number three, the solar plexus chakra, or the Manipur chakra, marks the beginning of our sense of self. It is located at the upper stomach, above the second chakra. It is vividly yellow and radiates strong energy. So again, the location is above the navel and below the chest. It is associated with the pancreatic glands. This chakra represents personal will, 
autonomy and independence, molding your identity as a unique individual. As we progress upwards in the chakras, we move from tribal consciousness and programmed behavior in the first chakra to self-awareness in the second. In the third chakra, this understanding of self matures and we embrace our personal power, recognizing our uniqueness and distinction and separation from the world. The solar plexus chakra governs digestive organs like the pancreas, stomach and kidneys. It is a vital chakra because to grow spiritually, you must stand in your personal power. A well-balanced and strong solar plexus is crucial for your spiritual path as it enables you to start connecting with your soul's purpose. Now this chakra is also where you establish strong boundaries with the world, aligning with your personal power. A strong solar plexus enables you to confidently say no and set boundaries without guilt or shame. Now moving on to chakra number four, which is my favorite chakra. It is the heart chakra, or in Sanskrit, you call it the Anahata chakra, which I consider one of the most powerful among the seven energy centers. It is situated at the center of your chest and is associated with the thymus gland. The heart emits the strongest electromagnetic field in the body, making it a remarkable energy center. What's intriguing is that the journey of evolution changes direction when you come to this chakra. While you start with tribal consciousness and survival instincts at the first chakra and then progress towards a unique sense of self, in the fourth chakra you reverse course and you move back towards unity and connection. It is a portal to unity consciousness and a higher level of love. This chakra represents a different kind of love compared to the second chakra. It's often referred to as the higher level love, love without conditions, possession or jealousy. The heart chakra is green and governs the chest area, including the heart and lungs, as well as the arms and your hands. It's a powerful chakra that can evoke elevated emotions like love, compassion, empathy, and ecstasy. Now chakra number five, it is the throat chakra or the Vishuddha chakra in Sanskrit, and it is situated in the throat region, and the color is blue. It governs the throat and neck area, including the thyroid and parathyroid glands. The primary role of this chakra, the throat chakra, is communication and creativity. It works in great harmony with the second chakra, the sacral chakra, which is where your creative ideas are born. The throat chakra brings those ideas to life. It's a key player in making your dreams a reality and manifesting your desires. 
So one of the most intriguing aspects of the throat chakra is that it embodies higher will. If you recall the solar plexus chakra, which houses your personal power, your personal will, the throat chakra operates on a different level and you move from your personal will to a higher will in this chakra, which really is the will of your soul. As you develop your throat chakra, it aligns you with the will of your soul, prioritizing soul truths over personal will. This alignment is crucial for realizing your life purpose. The stronger your throat chakra, the more you will be in harmony with your soul's intentions. Now let's move on to chakra number six, called the third eye, or in Sanskrit, the Agnya chakra. It is located between your eyes, just above the bridge of the nose. Interestingly, its location is also behind the bridge of your nose in the back of your head. So this chakra, a color is purple or indigo in color. This chakra governs the brain structures, including the pineal gland, and plays a key role in vision beyond what your physical eyes can see. It is the source of psychic and spiritual gifts, and it is responsible for envisioning beyond the physical. And the third eye chakra is not just about spiritual gifts. It's also crucial for higher level thinking. It enables you to piece together complex information and think in a non-linear way, contributing to your overall cognitive abilities. One of the most notable features of this third eye chakra is its capacity to envision different timelines and even give you a glimpse into the future. While the future is not fixed and is not promised, your third eye can help you explore various possible outcomes and help you make some informed decisions. So this chakra is all about deep insights, deep wisdom and awakenings. Moving on to chakra number seven, which is the crown chakra. In Sanskrit, you call it the Sahasrara Chakra, and it is situated at the top of your head and often appears in a light purple or white light. This chakra governs brain structures like the pituitary glands, and it shares similarities with the third eye chakra in the brain-related aspect. The primary function of the crown chakra is its connection with the source. When you reach this chakra, you transcend the self, dissolving your human identity and merging into the oneness of the universe or source energy. Here, there's no division between the self and the world. It's a complete dissolution of the self. In high state of meditation, you can experience this chakra and the energy of the bliss. The journey through these seven chakras reflects an evolutionary path, starting from a tribal instincts and moving towards individuality and then moving to oneness. This cycle of moving from programmed behavior to individual behavior and then 
moving to wholeness and oneness is a beautiful representation of our evolutionary journey. Now, when it comes to balancing chakras, we start by observing behaviors, patterns, attitudes, and physical symptoms. In the case of an overly open chakra, it can drain energy from neighboring chakras, weakening them. For example, an overly open chakra may lead to constant relationship seeking, weakening the third chakra, affecting personal power in relationships. Another example is an excessively open third chakra, the solar plexus chakra, where a person could be very self-centered or narcissistic it, because it has affected their sense of identity. This can weaken the nearby heart chakra, making it challenging for them to feel any compassion and unconditional love for others. So behavior is a good indicator of chakra imbalances. Paying attention to your behavior, emotions, and physical symptoms helps identify these dysfunctions. Blocked chakras can result in emotional disconnection, so monitoring how you feel or how you don't feel is important. Additionally, physical symptoms can also provide insights into your chakra's health and balance. Now, how do you address chakra imbalances? Here are three very simple yet very important and easy to do steps. Number one, as I say, is awareness. Recognize the dysfunction or the imbalance by observing your own behaviors and behaviors of others, emotions and physical symptoms. So that's an awareness that you need to have about chakras. You can get that clue by looking at your own personal behavior, your patterns, your mindsets, and your belief. The second is through conscious command. Commanding the chakra to return to wholeness, to balance, can be done through guided chakra meditations and affirmations. And the third simple step to address chakra imbalances through body movements. Engage in body movement, such as dances, stretches, or self-massages, yoga poses. All of these kind of body movements help restore the energy flow. And that's it, my friends. In summary, remember the evolutionary journey that you take with your chakras starting from survival emotions to sense of self in the first three chakras and then moving from this polarity to unity consciousness in the heart center, feeling unconditional love and connection with the universe. And then you eventually move towards recognizing the higher will, your soul's will, and your life purpose in the throat chakra, and then in the sixth and seventh chakra, you experience dissolution of the self and start to merge completely with the source, experience wholeness and states of bliss. 
please follow my guided chakra meditation. The link is in the description below. And this guided chakra meditation will help you align and balance your chakras. I recommend that you do this meditation at least twice or thrice in a week and see its dramatic effect it has in your well-being. I hope you enjoy it. To love, light and letting go. Namaste.